Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 16th day of February. We are in the 27th chapter of Genesis. We are taking a look at Esau and this moment in which he has come into the tent of his father with the venison. His father realizes that he's been cheated by Jacob, whose name means supplanter or cheater. And Esau now shows the first moment of real great repentance. We haven't seen him have much emotion in his life up till this point other than just rashness. Remember, Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of stew earlier in his life, that type of giving up the eternal for the temporary. And there's a bit of comedy in that, of course, who gives up a birthright or an inheritance for a bowl of soup. And of course, the comedy is that no one would, and yet we all surrender the best for the temporary every once in a while. And we don't think about tomorrow's version of ourselves when we give ourselves over to the temporary pleasure of today. In a way, we don't think about what we could have. We just think about what we want. Well, we pay the price for that. Esau pays the price for that for sure. And we all do as well. The story doesn't leave Esau high and dry. It comes back into this moment here in 27 where Esau thinks he's going to get the blessing. And as we pointed out the last couple of days, Isaac actually thinks he's blessing Esau. So it isn't as if Isaac's following the Spirit in blessing Jacob, though Jacob is the one who's supposed to be blessed. Isaac, as I've studied through this this time, um, there's moments where I see Isaac, the, the meditator, out in the field waiting on Rebecca. Uh, Isaac, the well digger, finding his spot, his own revelation, his own altar. And, I'm, and I respect it and, I'm, and I have enjoyed seeing that side of Isaac. But there's another side of Isaac that's standing out to me rather starkly. And that's the Isaac that doesn't really pay attention to the voice of God. He didn't pay attention when God spoke over Jacob and Esau at their birth. He relies on his touch, his sight, his smell, instead of the sound of God's voice. And it leads to this fiasco. And as soon as the blessing in which he blesses Jacob, thinking he's blessing Esau, as soon as that's over with, Esau shows up with the food that his father asked him to make, And Isaac doesn't even know him. Who are you? I'm your son, your firstborn son. We're reading in verse 32 now of Genesis 27. Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who? Where's the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me also, O my father. But he said, your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, is he not rightly named Jacob? That's, in other words, is he not rightly named supplanter or deceitful or one who catches you by the heel? Now listen to the rest of 36. It's going to give you some insight into Esau. He has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright and now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, have you not reserved a blessing for me? What's interesting is that Esau makes a separation between the birthright and the blessing. Hear this again. He took away my birthright, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. But what Esau has missed 
is that when he surrendered the birthright, he by default surrendered the blessing. The birthright and the blessing are not two different things. He just doesn't realize that the birthright and the blessing come together. And I think this is a great point for us as believers in Christ under a new covenant. We have received the birthright of sonship in Christ. What Paul says to the Galatians is that as many of us are in, are in Christ, are Abraham's seed, and the promise was made to Abraham's seed. What promise? The promise of the inheritance, all of it. We get the goodness and the fullness of God. That's a blessing attached to the birthright. There is no blessing not attached to the birthright. There is no birthright that does not have a blessing attached. So you could you could say it a lot of ways, but here's the way I see it in this instance. As you come into the knowledge of your birthright, knowing you are a son or daughter of God, knowing that you belong in his family, as you come into that knowledge, you come into the blessing that is accompanying that knowledge. To try and receive any blessing from God without coming through birthright is like being the man on the outside of the door that keeps knocking while the father is in bed with his children in the book of in Luke 11 you don't have to approach as an outsider as a stranger you get to approach as a son when i'm in circles churches pastor pastoral groups hearing from other believers about the things that are being placed upon the backs of people in the church in order to bring about revival or get God to move or guarantee a blessing. All these catchphrases that we use sometimes, almost like marketing phrases to get people to fast or give or sign up. And we attach blessings to it. My heart breaks because it tells me that we're a little bit like Esau. We're standing in front of God saying, hey, I know I don't have a birthright, but can I at least get a blessing? The blessing is the birthright. The birthright is the blessing. Go looking for the goodness of God because you belong in the family, because you're a son. Don't go looking for the goodness of God because you have done the right thing. Don't expect there's any blessing left. That's not a birthright. Now you might counter and say, well, doesn't Esau actually get blessed? Esau says, don't you have a blessing reserved for me? And Isaac says, well, I've made him your master. All his brethren I give to him as your servants with grain and wine I've sustained him. What shall I do for you now, my son? In other words, I don't know what else is left. And Esau said to his father in verse 38, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And then Isaac does pray a blessing on him. And I want to, tomorrow, we're going to look at that blessing and we're going to compare it to what he blessed Jacob with. You're going to find that it's not actually a blessing because it doesn't say Isaac, his father, blessed him. We'll get into that tomorrow. See you then. God bless.